0: Hello, I'm Neil Quigley and welcome to my podcast. Shock this week as the Prime Minister's schedule was found on a train, although the most shocking thing was she made all of her appointments on time using that mode of transport. Theresa May has been given the go-ahead to trigger Article 50, which sounds way more exciting than it actually is. It sounds a bit like a command from the film Armageddon, which is what some people are predicting anyway. So despite announcing it in the big budget, national insurance will not actually rise for the self-employed. Call me cynical, but it's almost as if they said that as a distraction whilst getting some other small stuff about Brexit through the commons. Sneaky, eh? The government is paying 60% over the odds for land to build new free-to-attend schools on. It seems they have more money than cents, which I wrongly thought was just an issue for public school children about 10 years ago now the government banned competitive sport in primary schools and now they're concerned children lose interest in exercise from the age of seven i mean they do know that olympic athletes do not just train for fun they want to win right nicola sturgeon now wants to have a second referendum in scotland so they can vote to leave england to remain in the european union is that not like wanting to divorce your wife but still be invited to all the family parties she is a great believer of if at first you don't succeed just try again The Home Affairs Select Committee met with the bosses of several big social network sites to basically ask them to control the internet. I mean, that is like asking someone to control a TV sale in Asda in London on Black Friday. It's virtually impossible. Donald Trump's tax return for 2005 has been discovered and shows he paid $38 million in taxes. Okay, there are arguments about the percentage on earnings paid, but in his defence, I doubt that many more people would have paid more than him in that year. He was certainly paying something. I mean, I now see why he's running the place. Surely if he paid at least that much each year, he basically bought America. A care home in Birmingham has been heavily criticised to say the least about its staff running online sex services. While I agree it's completely wrong, I know which home I would like to go to when I'm of that age. I mean, that beats bingo and quizzes to pass the time, doesn't it? And in the totally unrelated story, there was a big dog show in Birmingham last weekend, Crufts of course, which is the annual combined Doggy Miss World and Olympics competition that is pretty much what the real ones like, minus the swimsuit round. I mean, happily, less of the actual Miss World's crap on the stage than in the canine version. It is the only event when all the engines take the lead at some point. Well done to this year's winner, who will get a job advertising paint or toilet rolls. As a dog one Brenner's Got Talent one year, should a human be allowed at Crufts? The yellow submarine named Boaty McBoatface has set off on its first expedition in Antarctica this week, which does sound like a scene from one of the Beatles' late 60s psychedelic cartoons, or just maybe a really bad episode of Thomas the Tank Engine where we meet his new friend. The Queen this week has launched the Baton Relay for the 2018 Commonwealth Games, which will be held in Australia next year. She started it in her garden at Buckingham Palace, so didn't have far to travel. She possibly got the short straw, though, as I reckon Kylie Minogue will probably get the final leg in the Gold Coast sunshine. Ed Sheeran is to appear in Game of Thrones, which I think is just a direct result of that made-up sword and princess Beatrice story and nothing to do with his musical career. I'll be honest, until I just researched it, I thought Game of Thrones was musical chairs for the royal family. I was very concerned this week when I read Russia had entered the Eurovision Song Contest. I got worried that we had another Ukraine on our hands and they'd actually sent some fighter jets over Sweden. But it's fine, they just submitted a really awful pop song like the rest of us. Angelina Jolie gave her first lecture at a university this week, but it's not the first lecture she's ever given. Just ask Brad Pitt. A fan on Twitter guessed the name of J.K. Rowling's up-and-coming book after she encouraged people to do so online, almost proving the theory that load of chimpanzees on computers might actually be able to come up with the full works of Shakespeare over time. The Teletubbies are celebrating their 20th birthday. Tinky and Winky will be having a drinky. Dipsy will be getting tipsy, but Lala and Poe will just be staying at home. The England Rugby Union team have already wrapped up the Six Nations with a game to spare, becoming the kings of the egg-shaped ball and proving that we celebrate Easter earlier each year. Muirfield Golf Club has voted to allow women members for the first time in its 200-odd-year history. I mean, that clubhouse must be filthy, I'm guessing. Only Jose Mourinho could be called Judas but actually claim he is Jesus. Leicester City have gone from relegation favourites to Champions League quarter finalists in a couple of weeks. Those sly old foxes. People are now worried that household objects like microwaves are watching them and revealing their secrets to hidden spies. Apparently, they just ping them the information. According to new research, spiders are the top global predators, which is odd, as I always felt Spider-Man was the less cocky of the superheroes. Alicia Dixon is set to write a children's book about a superhero. Is it a bird? Yes, yes it is. Thanks very much for listening to this week's podcast. Have a fantastic seven days. Lots of fun, lots of smiles, lots of laughs. And I'll be back next week. Bye for now.